Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Divine Gossip Podcast. I have a very beautiful, magical, special guest on. I feel like I say that for everyone, but you're you're very, very special to me. I have Megan Blessed. Megan Blessed is an embodiment coach and mentor that is here to guide the ones that are ready to ditch the perfection on paper and live their life unbound, untamed, and unafraid. Holy shit. (laughs) I first worked with Megan in her program called Heal Your Feminine, and we talked a lot about it on her podcast, but she really taught me everything there is to know about my womb space and how to heal from there, but also literally just in general. Um, I was going to do divine moments after I kind of introduced you, but I kind of don't have one. Do you have one? I mean, I have a divine moment, but like we don't have to get into divine moments if you're not okay. Yeah, let's let's not. But I do want to say I would do. I'm going to explain what they are for listeners because I love this segment. I just not feeling it today. But divine moments are moments in my life and in the guests that I have on's life where the universe gave them like a huge sign or something magical happened or a moment in their lives where they felt spiritually supported so just for future reference when we do do this segment that's what I mean by divine moments because I think I did that like the episode before last and I didn't even explain what they were and I know I have a lot of new listeners so I just wanted to put that in there but Anyway, not to disregard your incredible intro and who you are, but hi, how are you? <laughs> Kenzie, I'm so excited to be on. It's such an honor to share space with you always. And I'm just, I'm so excited to get into it. I absolutely love your energy. And I'm so excited to just dive on in divine moment or no divine moment. But I have a feeling even in the smallest moments, they are always divine moments, right? So absolutely. Absolutely. And I love your energy too. I, I, I'm for listeners, I'm still working with Megan one-on-one for a lot of months to come. And I literally, every time I get on a call with you, I always like get very cozy. I make sure like I have my water and I'm feeling cozy and I feel clean and ready. Like you are very like mother energy you just want to like sit down and like let you hold me for like a million years so I like have a blanket with me I'm I'm very (laughs) ready oh love that love that that's actually the second person that brought up like the mothering energy to me today so yes so here we are (laughs) (laughs) I I think your progression especially you were in heal your feminine and now being in one-on-one space with me it's been I mean it's my favorite thing to do I absolutely love that you feel that way too like you feel like you can come and just be yourself and be comfortable and get cozy and really just settle in and have someone hold you it's my favorite thing to do is really just and just one of my most special gifts I think is really able to just see someone so deeply and love them without judgment or criticism and just really like let them unbecome right because my intro you know is all about ditching like the perfectionism on paper and you know living this life that 
it feels like we have to live because that's what we were told to live. And the process of unbecoming and stripping away these limiting beliefs can feel so vulnerable and so confronting (laughs) and so raw. And so having energy that can make my clients feel comfortable and safe and held in moments where they are bearing it all is all that one can ask for. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh my God. Yeah. And you do it perfectly and so well. Um, I want to, since we are talking about our wombs today, I want you to first explain what that even means when we say heal our womb and why it's such a significant space to pay attention to. And then I want to get into how you got where you were because I don't want people to hear this conversation and be like, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. So please tell us. <laughs> totally. Um, I know, because especially in the spiritual world, you know, I think it's so easy when we think of talking about our intuition and getting to begin to start like channeling and tapping into this feminine, which is the channel that is the intuition that is the feminine energy of the body we can like forget that it's not all about the third eye and yeah all of that good stuff and so the womb space I mean it's exactly how it sounds it's your sacral chakra right in women and it holds your reproductive organs but it also like every other energy center of the body yes it's our physical womb space, right? Ovaries, all that, all that good stuff. Yeah, (laughs) all that good stuff in there. But it also has an energy, right? And the womb space is the root of our divine feminine. It's the root of our creativity. It is the root of our rebirth. It is the place, you know, where... it's the void, right? We bring in new life through this space, whether babies or otherwise. And when we even think about manifestation and all these different things, I I feel like people can get so caught up in their like journaling and blowing cinnamon, like cinnamon, why can't I talk? Cinnamon (laughs) through their doorway. And which is like, great. I'm not like shitting on that, but it's just if you really want to manifest from a grounded soul led place, we need to pay attention to our wombs and really understand because it holds so much, right? Our hips can hold so much emotion, right? And this space is where our passion and creativity and this like wild woman nature really come from she's so instinctual and it can be so easy to get caught up in our heads and you know live in our upper chakras but when you really start to dive into the womb space you start to come back into your body and you start to dig a little bit deeper into your spirituality and you know I think it's a place that not a lot of people want to tap into. I was I was one of those people. We'll get into that when I talk about my story. But because of all of that it holds, right? Sex, <laughs> trauma that comes with that, right? Like yeah. even like birth trauma, like women that going through pregnancy, giving birth, even when you 
were given birth to, right? Like it's all, it all lives in the womb. And so much, so much of our own wounding, when we start to narrow it down, actually lives in the womb. And it's just a place that we don't love to go. And so I hope that answered the question. No, <laughs> oh my God, yeah. An intro of what the womb space is. Yes, I want to reiterate also because like this was such a foreign concept to me. I've never, when I heard womb, all I thought about was like a baby growing in the womb and like that was the extent of it. And that that word was even so foreign to me before I met you. And what really, the, the, the aspect that really, that you introduced that really made it click for me was when you said it all literally, like life literally began in the womb. Like I came from my mom's womb my mom came from her mom's womb like it all boils down to that energy center and I think that's what really made it click is like oh shit like if literal life lives here of course so much emotion trauma and so much other energy lives there too so it just makes a lot of sense to me and that's of course why I wanted to have you on is because there is people like there's people out, women out there right now listening to this who were just like me, who didn't even realize that was a space I could tap into. And yeah. So how did you get to where you are now? And what made you dive into the womb space? Like what did, what did that process look like for you? What a great question. (laughs) Honestly, it's so funny because as you said perfectly, it, it all begins in the womb, right? And that's really where my story began, like before I had my awakening and before um, I, I really started on this spiritual path, I was a girl, a little girl that was very curious and very active and it started to become, a. but I grew up in a very, very Catholic household I went to Catholic school my entire life. So obviously that just didn't fly. And especially when you can get into like all different wounding, but what it really comes down to, what it boils down to is when I was in a serious relationship after college, you know, it was finally like one of the first times that I felt really safe in a relationship. Like I felt safe with this person. And so you would think our intimacy would match that but it didn't. Every time we would go to be intimate and have sex, I experienced so much pain. And I would go to doctor after doctor after doctor, and no one could tell me what was wrong with me. Every test came back completely normal. And I like, didn't know what to do. I also, at the time, like I was really young. I was 22. I had no idea how to talk about any of this and my partner forget about it like at the time he had no idea either mm-hmm. and so we were kind of stuck in this like weird place where like things were great but things weren't and this was happening but I didn't know what to do about it I was going to the doctors I was like doing the things I was supposed to be doing but it nothing was getting fixed and nothing was helping and it finally I saw this one final doctor I think it was like the fifth or sixth doctor And, you know, she takes one look at me, she sees all my tests and she's like, you know, Megan, like you're not 
like nothing's actually wrong with you, like physically, but you are so unbelievably tense, like so tense down there. And that only happens a lot of the time, which I don't know your story, but it happens a lot of time when you experience sexual assault. At this moment in time, I actually didn't experience that yet until two years later. And then when I experienced my assault two years later, and then I went on my, (laughs) I disassociated from my body, went on my spiritual awakening. And I very much was one of those girls that, you know, I focused on channeling. Like I loved connecting to the other realms and spirit and, loved, you know, like giving messages and like all of these things. But I started to realize then, cause you know, after the assault and everything like that, and my last partner, I was like, okay, it just like, must've been him. Like just must've like been the, just the wrong person. Right. But then I started dating like my life partner. And I also started to notice when I was single, everything was fine. Like I had no pain. Everything was fine. It was when I started to mm. get safe that all of these symptoms would start to come up again and I'm like what's going on like now I can't say that it's anyone else like I know it's not him so like this has to be me and that's really when I started facing my fear really because that's it's it's scary to tap into the womb space at first because it is like this void it holds so much and when I learned that the womb in itself is a record keeper. So for those that, you know, have experience with the Akashic records, your womb space works the exact same way. Your neurofascial tissues in your womb record every single sensation you have ever felt good, bad, or otherwise. And it shoots it right up to your brain. And it's like, all right. (laughs) and stores this in your body and in those tissues so for me all of my painful sex and the low libido and all of these things were coming from trauma that I refused and was terrified to feel into Mm -hmm. but once it kind of all happened all at once I just I noticed that there was a point where I could do all the energy work that I wanted. I could see all of the psychics and get all of the readings and get all of the energy work humanly possible, but none of it was going to make a difference if I didn't start to come back into my body. And that's what womb work is. It is reconnecting to your body and your feminine in a such a like visceral real way Mm -hmm. and it just begins to have you really nurture and love on yourself and love on your body and just be become so more connected than I like I thought I was connected before and then now with this work it's like I know my cycles I know my seasons like I am just able to treat myself with such grace because I have this relationship where I can tune into her every day and know that I can be the person to take care of her. And I've been able to heal so much of 
my sexual trauma and my body image and my like all of like the guilt so it's one of the shadows of the womb space the guilt that lives there you really start layer by layer starting to remove and release through you know with me i also do energy work but also with physical practices and it really just it almost feels like finally it's like the bridge between heaven and earth mm-hmm. right? and that's kind of how I got started. <laughs> I mean, wow. I yeah. mean, so I will try to, I mean, I, I explain like through working with you, I've learned a lot in working with my clients. Like I can see when they are very disconnected from their body and when they're really connected to their body, because I experienced that difference with you and like working with you. And, um, when you say a lot, a lot of the questions I get when I talk about like releasing things out of the body, they're like, what the fuck does that mean? So when you say releasing trauma from your womb space, what does that literally look like? beautiful question well I'm gonna say that every single time that you ask me (laughs) um okay that's so true right I with some energy work it can feel so yeah out of world but for me in my sessions and I think it looks it looks different for every practitioner but for me it's really learning how to emotionally release so it is tuning beginning to start to feel into your womb space again, like actually bring your awareness and attention into your womb space and beginning to acknowledge the feelings and the emotions that are there Mm. in the start of the feeling and the, uh, and acknowledgement, we can start to really understand the story, whether it is attached to a story or not, but usually it's attached to some type of story. There's usually a root that we follow. We did that yesterday in our session, actually. Yep. <laughs> it was so great. <laughs> it, was good. it was so good. That was good. But we, I, I guess to start in the beginning, for my clients, I guide them into a meditation practice so we can act- access pieces of the subconscious and gain information that we normally wouldn't be able to connect to yeah and I guess easily I would say I think you can always connect but I think in a way when you're held in this space you're able to more easily feel into it when you're in a relaxed safe and held environment and when you begin to start to unravel the story what I mean release is like physically release like crying sacred rage. I also use light language that really, um, helps with the release process. Light language. I, it's, I like to describe it as vocal frequency, Mm -hmm. uh, that I channel almost like some people use sound bowls and some people use tuning forks. I just happen to use my voice and through this light language, we are literally pulling these stories out from the body, like pushing them and alchemizing them 
through the womb space. So then we realize how much space we do have and bring in the belief that we're actually here to embody instead of like, for example, when we are living in fear and judgment and thinking that we are wrong, when we start to track down that story of when did we start to believe that we were wrong, we start to go down and we see then where that's bleeding into the other areas of your life whether it's in your relationship, always feeling wrong and guilty for receiving, Mm -hmm. feeling wrong to, especially the womb is so connected to your throat. So feeling wrong in sharing your opinion and being scared to actually voice your true, most authentic self, right? You start to see where even like the tiny root of the story of, I believe that I am wrong. Mm Mm-hmm starts to bleed into every other area. And when we begin to remove that belief, we then get to place in the belief that we are really here, that I am enough. My soul is the most limitless, magnetic, beautiful being. I've never been wrong. I have never been wrong for being myself. And then we start to implant those beliefs Wow. <laughs> I mean, it it's so uh, I guess the word is validating because it, it it's interesting with your work because you actually point out things that I'm not even conscious of and then when you say it out loud to back to me, I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that is true, huh?" Like um like yesterday we talked about a defense mechanism that I had up for so long I didn't even realize that's what it was so that that makes a lot of sense and in releasing I don't want the crying sacred rage shaking physical release thing to scare people I just I but I I do think like to me hearing how releasing looked like, cause I, I think I asked you that before I started working with you, like, how is that going to look? Like, what does that even mean? And to me, it didn't scare me because I knew like, that's what needed to happen. So I guess if you are scared of that, what, what, what would you say to people who are scared of releasing? I mean, it's so, cause I, I totally understand the initial like, oh God, like, you know, cause it's so open, it's so raw and it's so vulnerable, but at the same time, it is so natural. We come out of our wo- mother's wombs crying our eyes out. Yeah. Right? Like it is so natural for us to feel our feelings. And really for me, healing is feeling. It, it's like one of the major pillars of my work is not only acknowledging that we have feelings, because I think a lot of people can tend to avoid and numb from feeling the feelings. Yes. But then when you really get into it and you start to heal and acknowledge them for the first time in a real way, in a safe way, because at usually we have this stored emotion because we could not express it to the fullest at Mm -hmm. the time that it was happening. Yeah. 
And I love to, I love to describe it almost like the calm after a storm, right? Like, I don't know. I love a good cry. Like me too. (laughs) And now I don't like, you know, I, there was a lot of crying in the beginning, but now like it isn't as much crying because you, you, you move through different stages and you realize like sometimes the release, like the release we did yesterday, there weren't a lot of tears. Yeah. It was simply just like, in my mind, it looked like we plucked out a weed, like in in your womb space. It's like, Oh, the weed of guilt is like planted its way in here. Yeah. And so through light language in itself, we just went and grabbed it and we removed it. Yeah. Sometimes that can sound so it's like Megan, like what (laughs) what even mean? Like, how does that make such a difference? But you, especially with the light language, it is so visceral. Like you feel it in your body. And sometimes tears are how you want to express. I don't lead every single client in sacred rage. Like I don't want everyone to feel like they're coming to me and crying in a pillow. Yeah. But I, it's really a space that, especially in the womb space when we can hold so much, it is a space where we can be emotional. It's ruled by the element of water. It is an emotional space. It is full of passion. And it like it reminds me of even like when you are so passionate about something and you're even happy crying like there's no other type of release but just like to feel like you are so unbelievably happy that you still cry yeah and, like that's the only way to like express how you're feeling in that moment and so I though it can feel a little raw and vulnerable and scary at first no that the more comfortable you become with yourself, the easier it is to love yourself through those releases. That there's nothing that need it, there's nothing to be scared of. Cause really, when we are scared of feeling our feelings, we're just scared. We're 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 scared of ourselves. Yes. And there's no reason to ever be scared of ourselves, ever. Yes. Give me one second. My cat is like saying hi. <laughs> he is so insane. If you're thinking about getting an orange cat, expect to not be able to do your job like a normal person. Um, no, to summarize, you're you're hitting it on the nail. To summarize your points. Oh my god, now he's like chomping food. Sorry if you hear that. I guess it's ASMR. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but to summarize your points emotions are natural we come out of the womb crying it's a very um is is using the word animalistic weird because I feel like it is that I don't think it's weird at all because it is it's just it's normal it's nor. it's as normal as laughing right right as normal as an orgasm you know what I mean like yeah an orgasm is another way to release right we'll get to that but like (laughs) But like, it is just another way shaking your body, right? Physical activity is another way to release, right? Like there's so many different ways to release. And it's just, we've deemed some things as a good way to release and some things as bad. Right. When we start to flip the script and redefine what 
quote unquote good and bad emotions are and realize that it's all a part of the human experience, it's not scary anymore. Yes. It becomes like Normal. like like life. <laughs> like right. Like, you're right. human. It's just part of being human. Yeah. Like and, and also I love what you said because it doesn't have to always be like a screaming, crying, throwing up session. It can literally just feel like alchemizing and moving energy in and out. And that's what it was yesterday for us. Like it, I could feel what was happening in my body. I was conscious of it. It's not like I am having a panic attack every healing session with you. Um, It's not like I'm, you know, screaming, crying, throwing up every time I go into my womb. It's, it's, it's sometimes it's just as simple as moving energy um and I also love what you said about being scared of yourself because that was very huge for me is finally facing that space in my body I was scared because I was scared of myself and when you shifted my perspective you made it very clear that like what the hell do you have to be scared of you've already you are you and that's as simple as it gets like that is as scary as it gets and like you always will have speak more on there's one thing you say about there's always like the true you underneath it all that's always there like what is what are your thoughts on that the best part so for me when it comes to this womb work right and this embodiment work what it really comes down to is getting to know yourself self with a capital s yeah. In a very deep and intimate way. Because our conscious mind and our ego and our life experiences, right, have built up this picture of who we are, right? Who we are, who we are when we're with certain people, who we are in our career, like, et cetera, et cetera, right? Yeah. We've built up this picture of ourselves. And when you start to do this womb work, you start to really feel into your true essence. You start to really become so aware and it's revealed honestly to you so much, so many deep, I'm like, how do I say this? Like so many deep truths start to become revealed that might even counteract this picture perfect version in your head and I love to describe it as like even when we were a baby to where we are right now to where we are 50 years from now how I think I'd be so old I don't even know the math what I'd be alive there is always this true essence that never changes And you can see her when you look in the mirror. You can see her when you look in your eyes. That beyond the physicality, there is an essence in you, your soul, that has always remained the same. They have never changed and they will always be with you. And that is the essence of for me, beginning to tap into the womb space, because you start to see that complete version of you instead of focusing on like the 
fragmented, the perfect ego picture version of you. You realize, and then you realize you can change and you can like changes and shifts don't mean as much anymore because there is this part of you that is always with you. She is always there and her essence is always the same. It is now just being expressed more and more authentically. And I think that's really what so many of us are chasing. We keep thinking that like we change like the clothes or the career or the partnership or like the house and like these things that we think will bring us that happiness and that fulfillment and make us feel whole. But really it's reminding ourselves and remembering that there is this essence within us that has been with us when we were a child to right now to every time in every moment of every day that we're going and it's that essence that we want to tap into and begin to express from because that when we live from that place you can't help but feeling like you are living your truest most authentic life yeah oh I love that so I want to talk about more because this also caught my eye when I was learning from you and thinking about working with you is you kind of you always talked about not always but you did talk about the um the physical symptoms of you know suppressing so much in your womb and I was diagnosed with PCOS in 2021 and what really stuck out to me and and PCOS is a metabolic hormonal issue but it's called polycystic ovarian syndrome like it starts in the ovaries in that womb space so I was like damn you know having these symptoms my physical health and symptoms stem from my womb space I should probably do a little bit of a deep dive energetically um so anyway that's what caught my eye with you because you talked about like how these these things can show up in your life when you don't do this work so what are some other physical symptoms I I also you said it connects to your throat and I've always had such bad jaw issues and you've said this to me before it can sometimes translate to your jaw so what are some more explain that more I guess yeah TMJ (laughs) as my jaw is cracking right now Um, (laughs) you know it's a I am, I live by a belief that I know some people might not agree with or follow, but it's my own truth that every physical symptom that we exhibit stems from energy, right? We are energetic beings. We are made of little vibrating atoms and matter. And so the physical symptoms that we are experiencing are an imbalance of emotional, energetic parts of ourself. And I think this is where people get tripped up. And this is why a lot of the time when people start like me, when I was going to doctor after doctor and no doctor could give me a logical reason, that's a great sign to know (laughs) that like going into more of the energy work and the emotional work tied to this symptom might be a great outlet and avenue for you to go down. Yeah. 
the womb space, right? And we could experience when we're experiencing an imbalance in the womb space, because I feel like I want to explain that first before getting into the physical symptoms. It usually means we are living in a hyper-masculine state. Mm. Mean by that is especially our society built on the patriarchy, right? And the hustle and the grind and the boss babe and the you know, we're working and grinding and living and like hustling as much as we can. And that is not how the feminine is supposed to be the, and Mila, we both, we have both energies in the body. So I don't like that very clear has nothing to do with gender. This is, this is just energy. We have both polarities in our body and our masculine side, we need, right? That the, our masculine side helps us feel grounded and safe and secure. It is our doer, right? If you think of the hunter, my gatherer, right? The masculine helps us do things, okay? Like it helps us go after things and get things. But our feminine, our feminine is meant to receive. She is the oracle and the channel and the visionary. She can see clearly where she needs to go and what needs to happen. And then the masculine goes and does it, right? They feed off of each other. When we are leaning more into our masculine, this is when we can have a hard time being flexible, going with the flow, right? Maybe you're planning six months to a year in advance. If someone cancels, it's like the end of the world. If the day didn't go the way that it you wanted it to go, it's a spiral, right? If you're not being productive every single day and every single minute of your life, you feel so guilty and like you haven't like you're not like a productive human of society, like resting is really hard for you. And so all of that, right? When we're living in that space and then we're wondering like, why can't I receive? Yeah. <laughs> because the feminine is is here to rest and lay back and really be like provided for, right? And so physical symptoms of living in a hyper-masculine state to a point where, cause you know, then we don't want to fall back too far in the feminine because then we won't get anything done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so like we need the masculine, but we just, we need to balance it out. Um, of course, PCOS, painful periods, endometriosis, low libido, right. Or even then like hyper libido like you know yeah like sex addiction yeah you, you have those two polarities um infertility right like these because it's our area of when you think especially of infertility you really think of being able to receive life right mm -hmm. and there's so many and I know this is like a it's a topic that's hard for a lot of women and I've worked with so many different women going through their own journeys and especially when it comes to the womb space and any physical symptom, it feels like there's a lack of, you don't have any control, right? Yeah. Over, over what is happening. So it can feel very vulnerable and lost. 
But when we start to really understand what is causing the imbalance, the symptoms start to become less, like, especially for endometriosis, there's no cure for that, but we can help your cramps not be as debilitating, right? We can help you like lift up your libido and help you feel like you not only are desirable, but you are desired and it is your right to receive pleasure, right? Like it is your birthright to like connect to like the universe and like God in that way, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of the different, um, some of the different ways that this can show up um, physically. Yeah. And anxiety too was a huge one. It still is a huge thing for me. Um, Can you explain more of the, I guess, how the womb and the throat talk to each other? How are those connected and, and why, how did you come to that conclusion? Yeah. So actually when I was learning through one of my mentors, um, she explained to me when we think of the neurofascial tissues, right. That make up our womb space. They're the same ones that make up our throat. Mm. And even when you think of the hips, right. Our hips and our jaw holding so much tension and that emotional tension, but you think of your womb space and you think of not feeling safe, not feeling secure, not feeling comfortable, your throat starts to clench up, right? You can't speak it almost. It reminds me of not being able to scream. Like one of those dreams where like, you can't scream. Yes. Where you go to try to talk and you just can't get the words out because you're it's not even in your throat. It's like your body is shutting down yeah. in order to protect you and keep you safe, right? And it it also reminds me of, which is unfortunate, but it reminds me of a lot of, you know, my own assault and assault victims where when you're in that state, you start to have an out-of-body experience. And there is a lot of the time there's not, there's no words. You kind of just shut down. Yeah. You just shut down and you leave. And that's, so that's kind of how that relationship is connected because when you think of your soul, right. And all these energetic centers are feeding into our soul, right. We have our heart, you know, our heart open and like passionate, but it all, it's all feeding from our womb, right. We have our root, our womb, And then it goes, our personal power, our heart space, right? Our passion, our unconditional love for ourselves leading into our throat. Our throat is the only channel, the only voice that we have to give our soul and our body a way to express. And we can move with our body. Like there's so many ways that we can express more than through our words But I think there is something so powerful when you can unlock your, your voice and you can really begin to own your voice again 
and trust that you are speaking from a place that is so true to you, right? Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's so beautiful. Jeez. Um, <laughs> um, okay. So I guess wrapping it up, how any, anything else to add about how connecting with and honoring your, your room space can contribute to your overall well-being, like physically, but also spiritually? Absolutely. I mean, I feel like we dove into a lot, like, so much already of like just the different ways, but at least for me, I feel like it was unlocking like this like treasure chest of a cove, like especially spiritually, like I was so in my head and like channeling and even like trying to be someone that I wasn't. And it was through my work with the womb that helped ground me back into who I am and reclaim parts of me that I almost forgot about. Like my love of dance and like using my voice and talking and connecting. And then physically knowing that like in this embodiment, like this, like it's the home of your feminine. And it's not that I'm here to say that every woman needs to be the girliest girl on the planet, but I think we're all here and want to receive. And if you want to receive in all of the ways, we need to connect to our womb spaces. We need to understand on a physical level that like good sex doesn't have to only live in books. Like we are meant to be a conduit for life, for everything. Like and that's what like we dive into sex magic we dive into you know all of these different practices because i think for so long it's been so taboo and it's been so shamed that we it's and it was done on purpose like yeah. we don't know about the womb space on purpose because women in their power are very dangerous it goes against the societal norms of like what we think women's roles play of what society was built on it would literally go against everything that was built exactly because even the even the women that are like working their fucking asses off right like for like the ceos like doing incredible things like they are still they also need to receive too like they also want to be seen and held and nurtured because they carry so much. And it's like feeling, it's like, it's breaking down the paradigm. It's like, you either need to be like the boss babe or the mother at yeah. home. And like, there's no, like, and like one is like so admirable and the other one they say is admirable, but like, you know, it's just treated so differently. And every single person on this earth with a womb is here to experience all of it right and and when you start to experience and live from this very embodied place of your womb coming back in to your body you can start to realize where we're blocking ourselves 
from receiving fully, from having others receive us fully, right? We don't have to be the ice queen. We don't have to be like the Sandra Bullock main character of like every movie, right? Like we we get to hold this duality. We're like, yeah, I get to be like a boss ass bitch, but also like I get to be a fairy. Yeah. (laughs) the same time and like get to be wanted because I want to be wanted and desired and loved as a worm or as myself right and like it's really learning how much we have like pigeonholed ourselves into fitting a certain like role And realizing that as women, like we are so multifaceted, like are able to carry and excel in so much. And it's like, because of that, (laughs) we also need to know how to have others take care of us too and feel safe in that, right? And so I hope that answered your question for like oh, yeah. spiritual and the physical, but it's like, they're just so connected. It's just both. Like yes. if you're more of a spirit channeling girly, believe me, you think your intuition's great. Now you turn into your womb space. It's diff- It's just, it hits different. You're working with goddesses. If you're working with goddesses and not connected to your womb space, like we need to talk, right? Like, yeah. the, like the goddess is, and I think I love using the goddesses that's such a beautiful example of being able to feel it all. Like goddesses have vengeance too. Like they love deeply. They're so passionate and sensual and voluptuous. And they really cover every spectrum of this human experience. And it is considered powerful. Yes. And that's what we are here to do as well. We are not here to just be you know, the perfect spiritual girly, the perfect wife, the perfect partner, the perfect daughter, right? Like we are so much more. And when we allow ourselves to actually see that and go there and be willing to look at ourselves as a full bodied human being, it just changes everything. It just changes everything. Yeah. Oh my God, I could listen to you talk for so long. It's insane. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love it. Uh, well, I mean, I think we covered a lot. I Is there anything else you want to share? I mean, I I want to ask you where people can find you and work with you too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, Mackenzie, this is incredible. And I'm just so happy that, you know, we get to connect in this way. I you know, for your listeners, like Mackenzie's not lying. We're like, she did not. And a lot of my clients, like they come to me, not knowing what the feminine is, what the womb space is, like what is going on. They just know that there's something deeper and there's something more. And when we start to tap into your more, it just, your turn, you are literally stepping deeper and deeper into your own radiance and it's just beautiful to witness and see and so anyway (laughs) you can find me um on my instagram 
Um, I don't know when this episode is dropping, but I'm actually changing my Instagram handle to Megan Unbound on Monday. Yes. Um, I was waiting for that day. And um, TikTok is Megan Unbound as well. So okay, you'll see me there. Um, <laughs> this comes out in this comes out Tuesday. Perfect. Okay, so it'll already be there. It'll change. Okay, cool. Yeah, it'll be there. Okay. Um, right now, Instagram does like because I had it on another account, and Instagram like locks it like doesn't release um usernames for two weeks, which is like crazy. So it's like oh, what the hell? It's in like Instagram's own little womb space. It's like in its own little void. Oh, cute. Okay, like, to come out. <laughs> But anyway, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok, Megan Unbound. You can go on my website, spiritsunbound.co. All this will be in the show notes. But um, to work with me right now, I'm doing beautiful transformational one-on-one work. Um, Mackenzie is in my space right now. I have another um, beautiful client of mine starting in a few weeks that also came from Heal Your Feminine. And so- it really is when you are looking for, especially when it comes to this womb work, like for my own journey, like I did not do this by myself. Like I, God, I can't imagine did not dive into the depths of my being solo um, <laughs> because it's just, sometimes you need someone to hold, like to really hold you and guide you and remind you that you are so much more than the stories that you're telling yourself. And so I have six to 12 month packages um, for applications are open and enrolling for anyone that is interested in diving deeper and living from a place that is like this wild, free, unbound, untamed self, right? You just get to be you. And a lot of that is working through the womb. And so I'm so excited. It was so amazing to chat with you today. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. Thank you for taking the time to come on and explain such a in-depth thing. And I I appreciate your, I guess, patience for lack of a better term to explain all of this in like digestible terms because it's so deep. So thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. Um, please rate and review Divine Gossip if you haven't already, if you are loving the episodes and share with your friends, go check out Megan and yeah, I'll see you next episode.